This episode of the Beer Brawl is presented with no commercial interruption by simplybeer.com. Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. I just take a little bit every now and then. Welcome to another episode of the Beer Brawl. I'm Peter Kennedy from simplybeer.com. Tonight we have uh, Mark Jackson with us, of course, and uh, Corey will be uh, sitting in the background making sure we're actually uh, doing our job and drinking our beers well while he is drinking his uh, bourbon. So tonight we'll be doing Imperial IPAs or double IPAs. Uh, we got a pretty good selection here. I think we might get a, a little loopy by the end of huh. tonight's show. What else is new? I know, right? <laughs> um, so we have a uh, Imperial Gemini IPA from Southern Tier Brewing. We have the uh, Moylens Double IPA. We have the Lagunitas Hop Stupid. We have the uh, Laughing Dogs Brewery. Alpha Dog IPA, and this is probably the biggest as far as hops at least goes tonight. This one has a IBU of 127. We'll get into that to a little bit. And then we have uh, Pliny the Elder, thanks to uh, Lance out in uh, Orange County who sent this to me. I just love the name. I mean, it's great. Pliny the Elder. You, Pliny feel, the cool. Elder. you feel cool even drinking something like that. And then more, a little bit more local for us, uh, Dogfish Head 90-Minute IPA. So uh, they're from Maryland, about as close as eh, Southern Tiers from New York. It is Craft Brew Week, or American Craft Beer Week, so uh, we are keeping it all American this week, all craft beers. I think we're going to have a, a good time drinking tonight. Yeah. I, I love the IPAs, the hops. You know, I, I just lately I've been really big into aromas in beer. Um, so I think I'll get my kick tonight. So tonight I'm going to start with the uh, Dogfish Head. 90 minute because it was in the fridge the least amount of time and, and a consistently a consistently uh good brewery I think. yeah we we uh we actually reviewed this one we took three dogfish head beers last week uh and this was one of them and uh, we all liked it so let's see how it now the 120 uh, was the kick-ass beer though <laughs> <laughs> i gotta tell you these guys at dogfish head man they, they're just pushing the envelope they're making some amazing yeah, stuff that, that 120 was good fuel so we're uh we're serving tonight in uh, tulip-style glasses, just because I could. Yeah, why not? Why not? Cheers. You know, I was reading on uh, Simply Beer. Peter, you were talking about the glasses uh, serving beer. And I know that's a big thing in, in wine. Of course, you serve different reds and chardonnays, et cetera, in, in different types of uh, glasses. Talk a little bit about the glass, why it makes a difference. Uh, this they, they help keep a beer together, the head together, or they help... Uh, disperse aroma or um, kind of bring aroma together and then mm -hmm, disperse mm -hmm. it so it intensifies the aroma. Um, so Is that what this does? We got a tulip style so it's going to intensify it a little bit and then kind of let it out. Out into the air. The out molecules the are floating, free-floating as we talk right yes. now. Okay, time to drink. Time to drink. So this is uh, the 90-minute uh, IPA. Poured a real nice head on this. Really white, thick, frothy. Frothy head. And it's uh, very clear. I like it. That nice copper color. It is, ah. And it is, as has that great taste, too. It's 
Just like you remember from last week? Just like, you know, just, I tell you, <laughs> brings back fond memories. It's a, it's a, mm. a great tasting beer. It is delicious. Still. It's a very strong aroma, but it's not overpowering. You know, you definitely get a lot of the, the hop aroma, but it's not, you know, just knocking you off your socks either. And it's, um, I think it's uh, balanced, nicely balanced also. Like, there's nothing that jumps out at you, yet the, the effect of the whole thing works. Yeah, the sweetness, the citrus, mm-hmm. mm. a little bit of fruitiness, not much, but just a little bit, and then the bitter at the end. I love the bitter at the end. And, you know, when we talk, when we talk about the, the taste, um, like a fruitiness or a sweetness or whatever, it's not like an artificial sort of a thing that, that comes to mind with some of these other drinks that, you, that some folks may have where they'll add something to it and it's quite obvious it's just an added flavor. Right. Now these are all, uh, with the, all the IPAs here, I mean these are all ingredients, normal ingredients that you put in beer. There's no additives in here. All these guys are using just grains, hops, yeast. They're not putting in um, a lot of artificial. They may put some water treatment stuff in there to treat the water and things like that, but that aside, you know, they're not putting in oranges and right, exactly. grapefruits and, and those are the kind of tastes that we're going to be experiencing a lot with the IPAs. They're coming from the hops. And all these different hops have different flavors. Yeasts have different mm-hmm. flavors that add to the beer. And uh, that's basically what can give these beers such intense flavors are the intense hops, you know, the hops with a high acidity level or hops that... Um, are bred to be more flowery in aromas, um, but not so bitter. Um, and then you have, of course, both that are both very strong on the bitterness side and very flowery at the same time. It's good. Nine, 9% alcohol uh, here. Um, you know, some people have mentioned why we might talk about the labels or whatever. I happen to like talking about the labels. I mean, after all, this is a podcast, so you can't you can't <laughs> exactly. see the beer. Uh, but you know, I think uh, I think a label talks uh, speaks to a little bit of, of, of the perhaps the philosophy of the of the brewery. Uh, it definitely says a lot about what they do. Yeah, this one doesn't say a heck of a lot, but what it does say is says what you have here is an Imperial India Pale Ale, featuring a single constant ninety minute hop edition. It's balanced by a ridiculous ridiculous amount of English two-row barley then we dry hop it in every tank it's delicious so that's great you know it's nice to read that you know and they really need to use a lot of hops to counter the barley They're using a lot of barley it's going to increase the alcohol so you, you 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 find a balance between the hops the barley and those two together will tend to balance out the flavors you have other um, grains and stuff that you may use to add subtle different subtle flavors mm-hmm. to the beer um, increase the darkness of the beer we uh, definitely got to get down there to Milton Delaware uh, I know we can go we can stop by Rehoboth and hang out on the beach and and such it's a great it's a great uh, beach town Rehoboth you know you get a lot of the high rollers from mm. DC come into there and all that kind of thing so we can hobnob with the politicos that but, last uh, sip was uh, good was delicious huh? creamy we got a lot of great head retention. I mean, if you could see the glass to the uh, the radio podcast here, you'd see this foam just coating the the entire glass from top to bottom. Little spots all over the place. 
Is that like an oxymoron, a radio podcast? But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll just, uh, for those of you on the beer, the beer econometer, and you're looking, um, you know, to, to know the price of this stuff, eight ninety nine for a four pack of twelve ounce bottles. So this stuff is not cheap. Not cheap. But it's worth every penny, as far as I'm concerned. And it's delicious beer, you know, and it's it's much cheaper than the um, the the Burton Baton, mm-hmm. which we also had, and the. Uh, 120 which is very expensive yes um you know but all three of them delicious beers all right what are we going to do next here yeah, i'll on. let you Co- Corey's adjusting my wire <laughs> we're, <laughs> not, on that, not we're on the tv show the wire you know it's a great show by the way all right uh, you get to pick next okay let's do uh the moylan the moylan double ipa because it reminds me of the Moil. It goes with the moylan <laughs> there we go we get another california beer. i think a lot of our beers are, i think at least half of our beers from California, the great state, the bear state of California. So uh, you know we we've actually included Moylan's in uh, a bunch of our uh, our podcasts in the past, and uh, what 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 I really dig about them is they're not ashamed to put all the medals and awards they won, they won right the on the bottle. If I won a medal, which of course I never have in my whole life, <laughs> I, I lived I lived a rather uh, spare childhood. Wow, this poured a huge head on this one. Nice, beautiful color, great color. A little more orangey than the yes. last one. Not quite as clear. It's a little hazy, but that's okay. Um, very mm. thick head. Not not soft. Soft. What I would call a soft aroma. Yeah, you can definitely get the the citrus and and the hops, but it's not it's not, not as strong. You actually have to put your nose. In the glass, you, you have a good. You, you can do that. You actually yeah. put the my, uh, my schnoz the right in there. there. Right. Usually, I end up with foam on my nose, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll set. Yeah, we'll put a picture up one time. It's pretty funny. I, I like the aroma on this one. Mm, like a grassy sort of a. If I'm saying grassy. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. Um, Much different. I don't find this one to be as smooth. No. Um, well, the, the, you, you know, know it's a it, taste that comes right out on this one. The, the the bitterness really hits you up front, whereas the the ninety minute, the dogfish had ninety minute, it, it kind of transitioned from several different flavors into the bitterness. This one, the the bitterness just wallops you right up front. But not not, it, I wouldn't consider it extremely bitter. No, no, no. It's not unpleasant, but right. it's 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 much more pronounced, and it's also a. I want to describe it as a darker bitterness. It just seems, the bitterness seems to be much deeper than the last one. There's an aftertaste of something else, too. Yeah. Like a burnt, <clears throat> yeah. a roasted, it's like a roasted malt. Something like, like a, a burnt, almost a burnt flavor. I'm not, I'm not too sure about this one. It's it's, it's um, a lot going on here that, that mm-hmm. uh, I think I need another... Uh, Another Philip to kind of. You get need the, a little uh, bit more. Yeah, I need a little bit more. To this really, here's coming out of a to, a. to really get the sense of it. A 22 ounce bottle, so I, I've been pour, I poured Mark just a little bit. Bombs so, away. So we might actually make it through the, uh, the podcast here well, without falling I, since over. Since I've been ridiculed in times past in in previous podcasts for being a laggard. <laughs> I don't want to be a slacker, so. Yeah, you are what you are. Yeah, I know. So oh, let's see man. what we have here. Moyland's Moylander Double IPA, U.S. Beer Tasting Championships. I mean, you know, this is all stuff to be proud of, in, in my opinion. Well, uh, if, I, if I had those medals, I'd be proud of them too, you know. U.S. Beer Tasting Championships, 02, 03, 04, 05, and 07, California champion. Uh, this uh, brewery is uh, located in uh, Novato, 
Novato, California, Alpha King. But uh, here's what they say. Uh, I like this, too. Uh, if one is good, then two is better. I'm right along with that. As you long know. as my wife doesn't say that, then I think I'm okay. You know, I, Our I, Moylander I, double IPA <laughs> is fat and resiny. That's a good word. See, resiny. Resiny, yeah. yeah. With a good adjective. It is. With aggressive and excessive hops swinging. I love that. Swinging <laughs> on an enormous malt backbone. Like naughty monkeys on a vine. <laughs> I love this description. Double malt, <clears throat> double hops, do the math, it's academic. This That's brew good. has twice the things you're looking for, and it's big enough to share with the one you love. And isn't that <laughs> what it's all about? Oh, Peter, I love you. No, really. uh, all right. <laughs> this isn't only 8.5% alcohol. 8.5. 8.5. You know, it definitely is, it's a much stronger beer. Yes, it is. It, it definitely has a lot more chocolate flavors to it, or, or um, roasted roasted malt flavors. Chocolate's not the right word for this. Roasted malt flavors. If I might say, this is a pretty ballsy beer. This, is, this, is, this has got some, this has got some uh, as we say on the East Coast, I don't know what they say out on the West Coast, <laughs> cojones, I guess you say yeah, that. Yeah, it's got, definitely got some balls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, this makes a statement. This definitely makes a statement. You can't miss this on the shelf, by the way, in the in the cooler because it's a um, a, a, a very vibrant yellow um, text. Yeah, it's got that uh, that um, Irish Celtic kind of look to it. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, I guess Moylan, right? Is Moylan Irish? I would assume it was Irish. What do they or call Scottish? people who that live in Belgium, by the way? Belgians. <laughs> okay, Belgians, right. We're, we're there now. I think we finally okay. figured that one out after eight weeks of figuring um, What else do they have on here? California Brood. They got this cool little California thing in the shape of a beer mug. You know what? Uh, I, had, I had another Moylan's that I was going to bring out tonight. Really? Um, it, it's actually sitting up here. I, re, uh, re, I rearranged the, uh, the beer cave down here. And uh, so my, my beer is a little bit more prominently displayed now. Yes, nice improvement. Um, you can see it in the picture of the beer cellar on, on simplybeer.com. I had a uh, Moylan's Hopsicle, which is even hoppier than this one. Really? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I drank it a couple nights ago. I drank it with you, Corey. I drank it with Corey yeah. when we were doing a, a test. Um, this is good. Uh, I like this. I do too. I, I think I prefer the 90-minute over this one. I think a 90 is a little bit more balanced, but... This one is a bold beer. Yeah. And and I like it. I like bold. Uh, I think it could have used a little bit less on the back end with the um, the, the roasted um, bitterness. I'm not sure I agree. I like the back end. On Good. It. I like the back end, if I might say. No, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> His opinion, opinion well, doesn't I matter. I disagree. It's an opinion. Um, remember the cost on this by any chance? What are we looking at here? Uh, probably $4.99 on sale. It might have been yeah, $6.99. Bad, you know. No, I try to buy them on sale. It's okay. Yeah, the the um the beer store by me uh, bought a little too many uh, Imperial IPAs, <laughs> so they're all on sale now. See, I like I like the after yeah the aftertaste to it. I th I think it's pleasant. Very good. All right. Great choice. Well, I think we've had two successful so far, and. Uh, Let's see here. I think we should do the Lagunitas Hop Stupid next. Okay, Hop Stupid. I just love the name. You like the name. <laughs> I, see, to me, that kind of like, even though I've used them, but this would be like beer for dummies and stuff, I don't like to be referred to as a dummy. 
and to me, you know, <laughs> put the word stupid in there. Plus, it's got that S T O O P I D. Yeah, it's not S T U P I D. <laughs> right, and it kind of turns me off a little bit, but not, that, not that I'm not that I'm like it's a from you know Parliament Funkadelic though. That's spelled. Is it really? Yeah. So it's kind of cool though. Parliament Funkadelic. Well, this one Bootsy, Bootsy. This one has a ton of hops in it. 102 IBUs. The first two that we had come nowhere near to that level of, of hops in the beer. Um, IBUs are international bittering units. It's basically a way to measure how much bitterness there would be. Um, this, is, this is similar in color, I think, to the last one. I think it's, it's more, more like the dogfish head because it doesn't have a haze to it. It's clearer. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's been filtered. Very strong aroma it's it's sweet. it's it's a bubble gummy <clears throat> sweet i don't want to say bubble gummy but and, and citrusy for sure but more of uh not quite the the orange citrus but any i mean they're not the great with cinnamon almost really liking the f aroma yeah, of this I can one. smell this one this is great i mean it's different it's really different from the others that we've had mmm that's tasty it's very tasty very, it's much smoother, uh, sweeter. It's 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 very sweet. I like the flavor. It's almost getting on the point of being a little too sweet for, for me. me. A little bit. Um, it, it tastes nice, but I'm not sure if if I would enjoy this much sweetness if I drank this whole bottle by myself. No, I don't think. By the time would. I got to the end, I think it would be a little much. Um, but I think in this nice, you know, eight ounces that we've poured ourselves, you know. It tastes good. I like it. I like the sweetness. I, 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 you know what? Even though I'm liking the flavor, I, I'm finding a bunch of things that I would correct. <laughs> and, and I don't want to say correct. That, I mean, these guys are amazing brewers and some of the stuff that they make. Um, but for my personal taste, I think it would have a little bit more bitterness to it. It's almost like a dessert beer. And, if and, I might and, say. and a little less on the sweet. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know dessert... Beer seems to be like an oxymoron. You wouldn't normally refer to a beer as being a dessert beer. Well, I did um, that uh, beer pairing and tasting uh, mm -hmm. food pairing this weekend, and uh, I had my uh, barley wine as a mm -hmm. dessert, basically. Yeah. Um, I paired. Well, I had two beers that I paired with dessert. I had a Scottish ale with the cheesecake. Talk about the beer tasting a little bit. I mean, I, I know I I know something about it, but I understand you went out and uh, specially selected some nice cheese and uh, tell, talk a little bit about it. Yeah, I think so, it's a great idea. Um, last weekend I had a, uh, I hosted a uh, beer and food pairing um, as a uh, thank you for um, people at my daughter's school who donated a certain amount of money. And in return, I set up a party for them to taste homebrewed beer paired up with different styles of food. So I had uh, a Grand Cru and an ESB, which I paired with some cheese. What, uh, uh, what cheese did you choose for that? How did um, you, you figure that out? Uh, well, you sat down and uh, tasted some of the cheeses. I bought five different varieties of cheese that I thought would go well with the flavors in the beer. And then we sat down and tried each um, cheese with the beer and decided which one worked the best. I think we had the uh, Robusto, um, with uh, uh, the Grand Cru mm -hmm. and the uh, um, Menchelo, uh with the ESP. Uh, I'm not very good on cheeses. Uh, but they were good. The, I, I, you know, the people at Whole yeah. Foods were really helpful f uh, to me and helped me pick out some cheeses, which was really nice. Um, and then for the main course, we had uh, 
brisket, then went with um, uh, dry hot pale ale. Well, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like you know. We say brisket. Some people think it's these were like little brisket sliders with with red red cabbage. Uh, yeah, red cabbage. They were room they, temperature. Perfect beer. Uh, they were great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. And uh, they came from a place in Montclair, New Jersey called uh, Ruthie's Barbecue. Great barbecue if you're ever in Montclair. Um, and then uh, with the, I made uh, barbecue chicken skewers um, to go with a IPA, uh, an English IPA, not an American. So it wasn't, it was more, uh, it had the hops, but not the um, intensity of the hops. It was, it was a lot more uh, bready, biscuity, uh, and creamy. So it's a, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, and then for, for dessert, can't forget dessert. You, know, you can never forget dessert. So for dessert, I had um, a Scottish uh, 80 shilling ale. The shilling is basically how much it would cost to export beer as a tax. Mm-hmm. Um, they rated it based on the darkness of the beer. And I paired that with a cheesecake, which was probably, of everything, surprisingly the best pairing. Um mm. Just the smoothness of the Scottish ale and the smoothness of the cheesecake, it was, it was a match. And then uh, chocolate truffles with uh, the porter, excuse me, and that worked pretty well. And then for the after-dinner drink, uh, a barley wine. It was a, a year-and-a-half-old barley wine. And these were all my home-brewed beers. So a great evening. It a was a great hours evening. hours long yeah. workout. People really enjoyed themselves. So maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> It was fun. I had a lot of fun putting it together, but it was a lot of work. It took maybe four months to put the whole thing together because I had to brew all the beer and so forth. So it did take a, a long time to put it together. Sure. Um, but back to these beers here. Okay. This hop stupid. You finished yours off pretty quickly. Hey, I've been. I don't want to be accused of being. Well, I, I've been talking here the whole time. <laughs> uh, that's why I asked you these complex questions. So you talk, and I finished my beer. See, I a little bit of a strategy here. Good beer. I'm enjoying this. I I I, I prefer the Moylan so far out of out of the uh, out of the three, um, and I think what your comment was about this is that you know I can have a glass of this, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's just a little bit on the sweet side for my taste. It it almost tastes like there's um, like brown sugar. Yeah, and I'm not a guy it. who eats sweets or candy generally speaking. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way and. But I do like this beer, and I, and I find I am liking this one a little bit better than the Moylan's, hmm. um, and but not as much as the uh, the ninety minute. I have the uh, seal of approval from uh, Corey over here. <laughs> uh, all right, well, you, I picked this one out. So uh, well, let's see what else uh, we haven't. What else did I say on the label on this? And I, I guess I'm the label reading guy. But I'm an academic, ah, so like what can Dr. I tell you? Here, pull over me a little bit more. Of that. An academic. Uh, you read the label. I'm gonna have a little I, bit more. Yeah. Of this okay. One. I'll I'll read there the label. You, you drink you. the beer. A lot of small print on this. This is obviously not meant for people in their late fifties, which excludes me, of course. Uh, clean this mess up, or else we'll all end up in jail. Those test tubes and the scale. Just get them all out of here. He was referring to the complex, supercritical CO2 hop extraction equipment set up on the table in the lab across from the brew house. Hop extracts are for the big brewers, he thought, suitable only for crummy substandard and barely passable industrial lagers. Not the subtle and elegant craft beer made here. But wrong he was. The new brewer does not eschew any possible inputs. In this case, the extract will replace the mountains of hop 
vegetative material in the kettle, thus creating cleaner hop flavors and preventing the otherwise spinach-like mess of a kettle full of super-hopped wort from clogging up a pump or worse. <laughs> the sensuous honey-like amber ooze was administered intravenously to the wort kettle and the sacrament was complete. Another kettle of hop stupid is once again raised up and fermented on high. I would love to know how they came up with that name, Hop Stupid. Well, I tell you, that, it's got hops in it, is, stupid. I love that. I mean, that that is that's a that's a kick-ass description of something. I'm not quite sure what, but I'll tell you. I'm amazed you were able to read that. I'm an academic. I, that's yeah. what I do. That's what I do. I read stuff. You know. I may talk like I'm from Jersey, but I can read. Boy. We can't let any of this go to waste, by the way. Uh, we'll finish it all off uh, afterwards. Oh, I shouldn't have poured another one? That's all right. We, we, I mean, we still have half a bottle of Moylan's here. You know? Okay, well. Once we're done, uh, you know, sampling all the beers, then we'll go back and... Uh, Ooh, we got three more to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have high uric acid, and... Uh... All right, on to the next beer. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, your, your choice here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we did Hop Stupid... Um, I really like to keep Pliny the Elder for last. I don't know why, but it's medieval sounding, and let's keep it that way. All right. Uh, let's do the uh, Southern tier. We'll go with the New York. There we go. State. I'm assuming it's New York State. Now this is uh, the Southern, biggest. So, the biggest one so far. This is ten and a half percent alcohol. Is, is New York State? Um, yeah, Southern Tier Brewing. It's in Lakewood, New York. Wherever Lakewood, New York is. Do you know where it is? It's in New York. Oh, okay. Southern tier. <laughs> Southern tier of New York. <laughs> you know, if it's close, we should go there. Yeah, another place we can go. Now, this one, uh, just like all the others, nice, big, frothy head. More like the Moylan's, unfiltered, or a lot less filtered than the yeah, others. It's, it's not as, quote-unquote, cloudy as, yeah. the, as the Moylan's. Um, good, nice orangey hue to this uh, copper color. Hmm. These, these have all been similar in color, though. Yeah. Not necessarily clarity, but color. Color, yeah. Good aroma. A lot of aroma. I don't think there's any one of these so far that I would kick out of bed. No, no. <laughs> if I might say. <laughs> if I might say. So this one here, they say they uh, dry hop this with five different styles of hops. Mm. That's just got to be expensive. <laughs> nice, nice. I don't remember how much this one costs. It was Pleasant probably, aroma. It's probably about 6 or $7, I think. Mm. But onto the beer. Enough about price. Well, people people need to know. You know, you rave. Let's face it. We can drive a uh, we can drive a Porsche and rave about it. But I mean, and people know Porsches are expensive. People don't know how expensive a beer a yeah, beer might be. If you said Southern Tier, I'd have no idea. So, yeah. I mean, the price point is helpful. I think. Good aroma. I I really like the aroma on this one. Very similar in taste to the last one. Yeah, very sweet. Not not the aftertaste though. No, I would the, expect uh, resiny flavor from, uh, you know, the description on this bottle about the hops that used in here. Um, I was expecting uh, a little bit more uh, intensity, you know, with the Chinook and Columbus. This is, uh, and, uh, see, this is a little sweet, but I don't. The sweetness, a little bit of tart, a lot of citrus and orange. I, I agree. I think it has is better balanced than the last one. Yeah, it's not as sweet, but still has a very sweet quality to it. And the sweetness goes over the tongue, but then it, it dis dissipates yeah. very it does, quickly. It's not, it's not holding on to right. it. Right, like the last you one. You know, it's like Nemo's like, trying not to go down the whale's throat. Like, help me! 
Sorry, if you have kids, you know the reference. <laughs> you, you can't see Peter clawing at the air here. Can't see that on the podcast. Pro probably a good thing. This is not a radio <laughs> podcast. Can't see it on the podcast. Yeah, they actually entrust us to, with kids. Can you believe it? Uh, Sitting down here in the, in, the, in the brew cave. The brew cave. I like this. This is good. Unfiltered. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's unfiltered. But you know what? It doesn't... You know, filtering or non-filtering, it doesn't really add or take away anything from the flavor, in my opinion. How can you tell? Of course, asking how you can tell. Um, you can just look and see it's hazy. Hmm. Uh, we looked at the Moylands. It was crystal clear. And that one's crystal clear. Like, you hold the two up together. Yeah. yeah. You can see the haze. Right. Now, but you can't really see through it. Right. Then they're, they're very... Um, Precise, actually. This is one of the most precise labels of all the labels that I've seen that we've been doing with the beer brawls. And here's what they say. Uh, I don't even know what this is. It says 22 degree Plato, P-L-A-T-O. Plato, that's the uh, original gravity of the beer, how heavy the beer is and how much sugar is in the water. Huh. Uh, so as the yeast eats the sugar, that becomes basically less dense. Really? Um, and so you know when it's done... Um, fermenting uh -huh. when that level of Play-Doh or specific gravity has reached um, a leveling point where it's no longer changing after wow. several days. So you're talking 22 Play-Doh. I'm not exactly what to share what that conversion is, but it's it's a very high gravity beer. Two-row pale malt, malted white wheat, Cara Pills malt, red wheat, kettle hops, Columbus, Chinook, and Cascade. Aroma all, 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 all those are very uh, fragrant yes. hops. Uh, some of them are a little bit more acidic than the others, but uh, they're all pretty fragrant hops. Uh, aroma hops, Amarillo. Hops they're using have all uh, strong aromatics yeah. and high citrus. Here's a good one. Now, uh, as, as, as uh, Peter and Corey knows, I, I love to make up like gnome de plumes and pseudonyms and such like that. One of my gnome de plumes is um, Ryerson uh, Riverdale, but here's a good one. If you really here's you really came back, Styrian Golding. Styrian. My name is Styrian Golding. Another style of hops. <laughs> I'm a hop. Uh, <laughs> dry hop. So this is. I mean, you know, they really go into detail. This is the first time I've seen any of these labels go into that kind of detail. But you can see the amount of hops that they put in there. I mean, it's got to be an expensive beer to make. And, you know, quite oh, frankly, it was an expensive beer to buy. I would say so. Label's cool. This is like a um, 21st century New Agey sort of label. They have a um, an astronaut or a cosmonaut. I really can't tell. I like the foam. I mean, not the foam, but the foil. Foil's cool. Foil's cool. But this is cool. They wax poetic on these things, which I love. This is another great one. High in the winter sky. Two parallel stick figures are visible and known as the twins or the constellation Gemini. This is actually called Imperial Gemini. The astronauts of the 1960s flew as teams of two in a program named after the celestial pairing. 50% unfiltered hop and 50% unearthly. <laughs> At Southern Tier we have our own fraternal twins, hop and unearthly. Blended together and placed in this vessel the mission of our Gemini is to travel high <laughs> and take passengers on so, a journey so basically far into the heavens. This so, is better than Star Trek. You people are going to see Star Trek paying how much? You can drink so, this? So basically what they're saying here is they're taking two of their styles of beer 
and mixing them together. They have a, a style of beer called Unearthly, and they have their other Gemini. one. Is this the other one, which was uh, what uh, the IPA? This is Gemini. This one, right? Which gives you this beer? Really? So basically, they've mixed two kinds of beer together, which is what um, the Burton Baton we had last week did. Hmm. They took um, a ninety-minute aged in oak. Uh, or, or aged in the, well, I guess it was oak, um, and then the regular 90-minute, and they, they mixed them together to become the Burton Baton. Nice beer. I like it. I like this one better than the uh, uh, Lagunitas, um, but still the Dogfish Head is... I'm still going with the Moylander. All right. So you but said this, you wanted this... to leave Pliny, uh, Pliny to the Pliny end. Pliny the Elder. Well, we I, I've heard one. of Pliny the Elder, but you know I fell asleep in literature class. <laughs> I don't remember. Pliny was was a was a Roman. Did Roman history or something? Corey, you're like the walking encyclopedia. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing we, a blank though. Okay, we could easily Google this, but we're drinking beer, so we don't yeah. we don't Google, Google while we're drinking beer. Yeah. Don't, you don't, want to know about don't, Pliny? Don't the Google, Google and drink. <laughs> right. Don't Google and drink. You know, I'll tell you something. Thank God that I wasn't on Google tonight after drinking all the beer because, you know, Google was down today and I'd be thinking it was the beer. Yeah, no I kidding. Drank. I thought it was remarkably oh, slow. God, I start to break out in a sweat and everything. It was amazing. All right. So, as Mark, we'll grant Mark his wish and leave Pliny the Elder to the end. And we'll, so we'll have the Alpha Dog Imperial IPA. Didn't we have an Alpha Dog like a month ago or something? You know what? You and I split one one night. Uh, but it wasn't with the podcast. It wasn't with the podcast. No, uh, we, it wasn't we, with a brawl. We weren't uh, brawling that night. No, we, we just split one. And this one is a, another big beer, 127 IBUs, which We're rocking, is rocking here. Which is it's just it's a uh, it's a big big amount of hops, also unfiltered. Nice. This one, uh, the color's not as pleasant to look at as the other ones. This is just kind of. Like a rusty, muddy kind mm. of. Yeah, there was that, yeah. the the head on it's remarkably white. Yes, it is. Um, like more reminiscent of of wheat beers, hmm. than uh, an IPA. A little on the cloudy side, not not. A little. Uh, <laughs> well, a I lot. mean, it's not. Well, it's not. <laughs> I opaque. can't even see my finger through this glass. <laughs> <laughs> but still, the same nice big head. Obviously, <clears throat> un, an unfiltered brew. Yes. You know, for the amount of hops that they claim on this label. Not much in the way. Of, uh, it's very low in aroma. Yeah, kind of, kind of surprising. I bet they didn't dry hop it, which is doesn't add dry hopping doesn't add anything yeah, to the IBUs just, of uh, a beer, um, but very, it really does to add to the aroma. Nah, the sniff is very bland on this. Yeah, especially coming from these last four runs. Yeah, I know. No, nothing, nothing. Yeah, it's funny, but Peter's right. The I'm 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 so disappointed right now. <laughs> I haven't tasted it yet. I'm just I'm uh, still smelling. All right, go ahead and taste it. Well, no, I, what I was going to say is that you know with the other ones, aroma is important. You know, let's face it. When when the waiter, waiter is that gender uh, neutral waiter? The wait staff, the wait person. <laughs> Who cares? I, I'm in academia. You have to pay attention to these things. Yeah, when the person, the server, when the server brings the food, there you go, server, and, and and puts it on on the table in front of you, you know, not only is there the visual appeal, which we just commented on, uh, cloudy, filtered, clear, whatever it might be, color, etc., but aroma. So before you eat that food, your nose is breathing in. You're getting the flavors, right? You're getting the flavors. And trying to say, mm, this is something I really mm, want to eat, right? Yeah. Why is it you start to salivate really before you? So, 
With the beer, I think it's the same thing. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, you're putting your nose to it, smelling it, but before, when you take that first first sip, it's going up into your into your uh, senses, and you're saying, mm, interesting or not interesting. The others were interesting. This one not interesting. So, the reason I'm hesitating about drinking it is because there's no anticipation here for me. I see, yeah, especially coming from the last one. I was a little long-winded, ones. but anyway. yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Go ahead and try it. I, I, before I comment on this beer, I don't want to taint your drinking experience. I, I quite frankly find you're this gonna beer. You're going to comment. I, I was, uh, you've you had said your you were going to comment. No, you've had your sip. Now I'm going to comment. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> you, you've had your sip, and I, you know this beer is just not there. I mean, for what it claims, this is just such a letdown. There's nothing, to me, much going on here. It's it's decent, good beer. You know, again, you know, we're, think, we're up into a different level of beer here, right. but it's good. If, if Maybe if we, if we had been drinking this one by itself, it would have been appealing. And, and you know what, quite frankly, I think when we drank it the other night, it wasn't bad. I think we both enjoyed drinking it. But, you know, when you start really getting down and comparing to other beers, you know, these other four were just so much... A step up from this beer as far as complexity and flavor, appearance, aroma. Um, it's lacking a distinctive taste. Is when I when I just drank yeah. it, and, and there's like nothing here going on. It, it, it's the, the aroma was the giveaway. So let me, let me let me. We you you've asked me many times about imperial beers, mm-hmm. and I've told you many times that. Generally, with imperial beers, they're meant to be aged a little bit longer than regular beers. Um, but for everybody who's listening, you don't want to age IPAs. Imperial IPAs are meant to be drunk fresh. Mm-hmm. They have tremendous amount of hops and aroma, which is a key part of this beer. And the, that tends to dissipate over time. And so with these beers, if you're not drinking them right away, you're losing part of the experience <coughs> of the beer. And quite maybe this beer is a bit older than the rest of these beers. They don't, they don't date any of these, I've noticed. Right, none uh, of these are dated. But you know, it's, What's interesting, just to go to the dating for a minute, um, you know, the freshness and drinking it at a certain time, etc., when I was at the uh, the liquor the bottle store the bottle store tonight, I was looking and they have an off off the beaten path section of of beer. Well, off the beaten path, you know what they have? Winter ales, uh, Christmas ales, uh, things of that nature. Stuff obviously they didn't sell, you know. <laughs> and it's just sitting there. And I was looking at it. Yeah, you know, I thought maybe I'd find some undiscovered treasure there or something like that. All I found was. The cast-offs yeah. that, they, that they obviously need to send back at this point. It's like the ninety-nine cent rack at the supermarket. <laughs> kind of, you know, I'm looking at to say, yeah, right. I'm going to buy Chris, beer Christmas comes. beer now in in June. It's almost yeah. June. No, uh, you don't want to do that. No, it's just disappointing. I, I agree with uh, what you said. It, to me, it's a little disappointing. That's that's. I'm mean, I'm very disappointed in this beer. I was really kind of looking forward to this one when you know I read the descriptions. A hundred and 27 IBUs. It doesn't say it on the bottle, but um, having looked it up before. Well, Label King, what do we got here? Uh, it doesn't say much. I mean, it's a uh, gray and gray um, alpha dog on, on black background, a uh, couple green, little green eyes. La- laughing Dog Brewing, fetchingly good beer, uh, India Pale. It doesn't, doesn't really tell you much. Um, interesting. B- bottled and brewed by 
I think it was the first beer we've had from Idaho, Ponderay, Idaho. Wow. Okay. So. You know what? I mean, still, even though we're not liking this beer after <clears throat> drinking all these other beers, I mean, for them to put out this big of a beer, I mean, you gotta, you know, applaud them for at least, you know, having the balls to to try it and do it and. It's you know, we're, we're in a unique situation here where we're sitting down exactly. and we're comparing Absolutely. six different Imperial IPAs at, at the, the same, same time. time, right? So we're really getting to test the flavor differences between each beer. If I was drinking this just on an evening night, you know, whatever, yeah. like we did a couple weeks ago, exactly. I, I rather enjoyed this beer. But now drinking it with these other ones I'm like uh, I'm really let well, you down. Well, what you say is absolutely true because, you know, I bring over some of the beer for the uh, for the brawls and uh, you know, I have some in the refrigerator. So, you know, 3 4 days later, I'm drinking one of the ones that that we had here. Yeah. That we felt, eh, you know, lukewarm whatever. Yeah. Eh, drinking it 3 4 days later, I said, "Yes, this is still pretty decent beer." Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not I mean, terrible. I mean, you know, we're, we're we're taking, you know, good beers and really critiquing them. You know, finding minute flaws and I mean, I mean this yeah. one's a little bit more than a minute flaw. You know, th- this one's really I think lacking. But still, I mean, it's a it's definitely a beer worth trying. Um, you may find different things that we don't pick up on, but. Uh, you know, it's it's always interesting to try something that says that they've, you know, put this tremendous amount of hops in. And the great thing about know. the the brawls is that, you know, we're trying something different every week. You know, living on the edge, so to speak, beer wise, <laughs> um, getting a taste of something. I mean, it's great. You can't go to a different restaurant every week. It's just prohibitively expensive, at least in the New York metropolitan area. Yeah, nowadays. unless you're Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you can't do that. Uh, you know, how many how many uh, pleasures in life that you that you can do uh, like this and, and at a reasonable cost? I mean, let's face it. You know, some of this stuff is a little on the expensive side. Yeah, but still, I mean, you know, eight dollars, seven dollars for a bottle, and you only need one or two. <laughs> or two. Or two. <laughs> I mean, my beer budget now is probably, you know, around, I don't know, I don't even want to go there. Anyway, my wife might be listening yeah, look, to this. Look, you know, look at, if you just turn to your left a little bit, you can see my cellar, obviously. All right. I've, I put a little money into this. Um, but so, it's always, I, I, you know, I, I talk about my beer cellar. I put it up on simplybeer.com. And, you know, I, I just one of these people who likes to have a kind of beer when I want to have it. You know, if I'm in the mood for chocolate stout, then, you know, it's there for me. Or the, you know, the flying dog double pale ale. You know, I have one over there. You know, if I'm in a mood for, you know, a, a Belgian triple, I have one of those. You know, I like to have yeah, so sp- right. different styles. Spend a few beer. bucks. Keeps you happy for a couple hours, you know. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Why, 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 why skimp on your taste buds? Okay, you know? so... All right. Uh, I agree with you. Disappointing. I expected. I expected more, quite frankly, because I know we did have the Alpha Dog at some point. Uh, yeah. Another one, and uh, that was actually. I think we rated it pretty high when we. Uh, well, no, we didn't. We didn't rate it. Our. We just had. We were sitting we on the front. But we, we were, were sitting up good, on the front yeah. porch. Right. You know. Well, okay. So yeah, we were sitting the on the street drinking an Alpha Dog out of a tulip glass, <laughs> out of brown paper bag. <laughs> you know, with the car jacked up on the blocks in the front, right. yeah. with, with the with the 
I can't. I don't even know contemporary music anymore. But <laughs> all right, all right, and finally, we're down to our last beer. Not finally, but uh, so we have Pliny the Elder out of uh, the Russian River Brewing Company in uh, Sonoma County. This one was actually very recent, bottled in April two thousand nine. Really? So we got a we got a fresh beer here. We got a fresh beer. So they, that's the only one to put a date on it. Yeah. I so, like the uh, label, quite frankly. I mean, you know, and, and this is a beer that so I, I have, strikes. Really? I haven't seen this beer in in, in New Jersey before, so yeah, I'd you, like to. How did you come across this beer? Uh, a home brewer that I swapped home brews with. Uh, he was a little short on home brews and uh, asked me if I've ever had this. I said no. I've heard of it, and I'd always wanted to try it. And so, so uh, Lance in uh, our big County, shout out to Lance. <laughs> Thanks a lot. And we're gonna drink your Pliny the Elder now. Sorry, you know, hopefully we're saving the best for last here, but... Uh, I hope so. I, you know, I just think it sounds cool to say, well, you know, what are you drinking? What did you drink? Uh, well, we had beer for the beer bro. What would you drink? Pliny the Elder. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a huge head. Huge. Coppery, uh, coppery color, relatively on the clear side here. Yeah, this is definitely a filtered beer. You can see my finger right through it. Ooh. That's a very nice aroma. Very strong. Citrus, along pleasant, with, pleasant though, almost like uh, like that bubble gum, cotton candy. I don't know. My mother and father would never buy that for me when I was young. <laughs> they said it was bad for oh. me. <laughs> oh, a, a word out to the uh, to the sound man. Also, I like I like the uh, lav uh, the lavalier mics. The lavaliers. Yeah, I like that. I say lavalier. Is it lavalier, lavalier? Whatever. Lavalier. I like it though because I don't have to keep thinking right? about. Yeah, the we mic. don't have to keep telling Mark to talk into the microphone. <laughs> I like to move around a lot. I can't help it. I'm an oh, we'll see when we listen to it yeah, later. Yeah, I'm an guy. I'm really digging the aroma on this one. Yes, I agree. It's got a, a different kind of fruit, like um, nectarines. See now, I, I'm 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 not digging this one. Yeah, this makes you kind of like anticipate what the taste will be like when you drink it. I've already had a sip, but so oh, I won't spoil right. it for you. Uh, let me try it. Hmm. What do you think, there, Mark? Different than the others. Much different. Yeah. And I'm I'm really enjoying the different flavors in this one, and it's got it's still really reminiscent of an Imperial IPA, even though the flavors are not the same as the other ones. The other ones we've had, for the most part, except for the uh, Alpha Dog, um, they've all had similar flavor characteristics. When you drink them, a citrusy, a little bit of a toasted malt into uh, you know a bitterness. This is good. Um, I tell you, you know. I'm getting. I'm starting to get like hives thinking about rating, you know, ranking these things. At this point, <laughs> you know, it's tough. Yeah, tough. this is gonna be. I a mean, tough. I, I saw. You know, aside from the alpha dog. Yeah, tough. right. Exactly. I was like, well, oh, man, this one. Uh, you know, have fun reading this label here, Mark. I, I'm really enjoy the the flavors in this one are just intense. You know, and they're so distinctive too. Each each portion through your mouth it, it's leaving a, a different flavor characteristic okay so i mean the, the drink fruit... fresh do not age respect your elder keep see? cold drink fresh do not age and they 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 get a little let's see does not improve with age hoppy beers are not meant to be aged keep away from heat i'm glad somebody if else you must on sit on eggs not on pliny do not save for a rainy day well, they Wait, get a you know what? Much. It's raining outside. They get a little much here. I mean, they, they, they get a little bit too much tongue-in-cheek for my taste. But Pliny the Elder, the Elder, born in 23 A.D., 
AD was is politically incorrect, by the way. Now it's it's uh, CE now, isn't it? Common era. Is it? Uh, was a Roman? Didn't we have a big discussion about this? Not too I've long. I've never ago? even heard that expression before. No, they don't call it AD because Anno Domini, the Domini, was after death. Was after death. No, it's uh, this is like Belgium's. Who lives in Belgium? <laughs> Let's not go there again. What does CE stand for then? The Common Era. So that's what they use now. Well, he's anyway, an educator. Anyway, was a Roman naturalist, scholar, historian, traveler, office, officer, and writer, Pliny. And his contemporaries created the original botanical name for hops, lupus salicarius, meaning wolf among scrubs. Hop vines at that time grew wild among willows, likened, this must be like six point font on this thing, I can't even hardly read it. <laughs> Uh, likened to wolves roaming wild in the forest, Pliny the Elder died in, I don't know if you know this. This beer is an homage to the man who discovered hops. <laughs> Like it's a little long. It's too hot. Uh, uh, you know. know, before you start reading the label, I was talking about the different uh, okay. flavors that this beer has, and you know, it really starts off with this sweet, like nectarine-ish, w- mixed with a little bit of, of of citrus into like the sweet flavor, and then this nice bitterness on the end. And wow, this is a delicious beer. I think this is the first time I've had like this nectarine flavor. I'm really enjoying it. I don't know if you're getting nectarine, but to me, that's what it tastes like. And you know what? Quite frankly, that's all that uh, beer tasting is about. What does it taste like to you? You know, there, there's no wrong answer. We, you know, I've you know, talked about this before. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. You can see over there in the corner. I'm actually brewing a uh, double IPA, which is sitting over there in the corner. Yes. Um, I can't wait to taste it. I'm sure it's probably not going to measure up to these beers, but. Uh, well, I don't know. You know. This is I like this a lot. The label kind of sucks. You know, it's a little, it's a little much. I, I can't read this stuff. I mean, it gets blah, I'm, blah, I'm blah, having blah, some blah. more of this one. Yeah. You know, I mean, for, for labels, the uh, Imperial Gemini Southern Tier was, was a great label. I told you, you a lot what, about the beer. We're, we're not drinking these beers for the labels. No, maybe. we're not. Absolutely not. I, I agree. Think of this ranking. There you go. You know what? I did make a promise once to somebody that I would never drink a uh, a, a Dogfish 90-minute IPA. And it's for a really stupid reason. I was drinking it... Uh, so um, when the Patriots played the Giants in the Super Bowl a couple <laughs> years ago, and uh, that what's that guy, Tari, caught that unbelievably, immensely lucky catch. I was drinking a Dogfish 90-minute IPA at the time, and I'm rooting for the Patriots, and I'm like, Nothing around me changed except for the beer I'm drinking. <laughs> but, you know, for those uh, people who might be listening from Dogfish Head, uh, I've, you know, grown up over the last year or two. I'll and, tell you, uh, this, this throws <laughs> something into the mix, though. A little bit unexpected. What are you getting out of these flavors? It's, yeah. it's really rich. I mean, it's, it's uh, very pleasant. A lot going on here, you know. You can drink a couple of these and and, and get something out of it every time you drink it. Uh, Good beer. Excellent. Excellent beer. Excellent beer. Going into into this, I was getting hives, trying to think about the ranking. All right. Let's let's, let's talk. What is your ranking? What do you think? Okay. Let's turn these bottles around so you can see them here. 
Not that Corey's rearranged him in, you know, his uh, favorite order. <laughs> well, sometimes the things are a little tough, but here's here's the way I'll go on this. Frankly, I think uh, I'm still going to go with the Moylans as my number one choice. Really? All yes. right. I, I, I still think it was ex uh, really good. Enjoyed it very much. Second one gets a little tougher. I think uh, on the second one, I'm going to go with the um, tough choice here. I'd almost line them up behind each other. Maybe almost like tie for second place in a way for me. All right. Would be Pliny the Elder and, and the, um, the Southern Tier. Would be how I would go with that. I can go either way on that. If I were opening, if I were at the uh, bottled goods store, my hand on the cooler, and I saw the Pliny the Elder or the other one, I would definitely go for him. No problem whatsoever. Uh, third choice, I'd go for the Dogfish Head. As, as always, as far as I'm concerned, a good, reliable, if one can say it that way. <laughs> you know, but you know, if, if, you know, if you put your hand on, an, on a dogfish and you, and you pull it out of the cooler, pop the top, you're going to get a good beer. All right? Looking at it this way may not be the best in class, certainly not, not the, you know, not the, not the lowest in class. But you know, if you go for a dogfish, you're going to get a good beer. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think I think you're right on the money there. No doubt about it. Uh, next, uh, you know, I'd go. Uh, it's a little tough to say. Probably the Hop Stupid, and lastly the Alpha Dog. And the only reason the Alpha Dog ends up last, not that it's a terrible beer, and we we say this all the time that these breweries put a lot of effort into these things, and it may not appeal to my my taste, but I was disappointed. And I, and I think that's a letdown, and I think I would lower the notch. It's like when you go to a restaurant you've heard a lot about, and the service is not, not good, uh, comes out late, and the waiter doesn't fill your water glass, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And you say, ah, you know, I heard so much about this, but it was disappointing, ultimately. You know, the food was okay, food yeah. was good, you know, but there's just those other qualities about right. it that just exactly. down, yeah. So, that's where I'm at. All right. So, for me... I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up. Um, I, I was immensely disappointed in the Alpha Dog. I was ex had I think I had higher expectations for the beer, basically on what I, I read about the, the IBUs in it and stuff, and which just thought it would be a much more complex and bigger beer than it was. Um, next on my list is the Moylan's Double IPA. Oh, you're working from the... From I'm working the, from the bottom well, up. Well, I wouldn't say bottom. Let's just... I, 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 from know my, you, I know what you mean. From my least favorite to right, my favorite. Better, that's better. Right, so we can end in the grand really? finale. So we're at opposite ends of the spectrum. Really, uh, and, and the, really, the reason why I put this one um, below the next one was the burnt taste uh, in the finish. The resiny taste. And <laughs> it, it, you know what? It didn't appeal to my taste buds. Next... I'm, I'm, I'm a little torn here. I think I'm going to go with the Lagunitas, the Hop Stupid. Um, a good beer. I, I think it was just a little oversweet. And drinking a whole 22 ounce of it, I think the sweetness would get to me by the end of it. Uh, next, the uh, Southern Tier, Gemini. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought the aroma was 
pretty good, pretty intense. Um, next, let's see, we got Pliny the Elder and the Dogfish Head. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, look at this guy. He's got I'm going to put the Dogfish Head next. I've really enjoyed it, and, you know, I, I don't think I'd ever turn down this beer. It was delicious. Um, you know, great aroma, great, well-balanced beer. Uh, but the Pliny the Elder, also in that same category of an excellent beer, but I think the flavors were a little bit more unique, mm -hmm. and for me that kind of put it over the top because it was just as well-balanced. Um, had great aroma, but it was slightly different from the rest of them. It kind of separated itself. And yeah, I'll say one thing. I Your choices are great. Um, Except for the Moylan's. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, we're not in a competition. I don't, it doesn't, you know, like you said, each person has their own individual taste. Yeah. What I would say is this, though, is that I would really, really, really look forward to another beer from Russian River. Russian River, all right? All right, so Lance, would say, if you're hey, listening, send you know, us some more rocks, beer. man. You know, I would look for another beer definitely from this brewery. And I'll say this about, you know, Dogfish Head is that they consistently make a really excellent beer. Yeah. Now, you know, we look, all right, just as a broad example, we look at Sam Adams, right? Yeah. Brews many different beers, has all different this, that, and the other kind of beer, all right? But I gotta tell you, Dogfish Head, every time, yeah, you know, something really is really good. It's excellent beer every time. Every time we have a Dogfish Head, they're in the top one or two yeah. each I mean, each time. Gotta give them credit. Yeah, Th those guys are definitely brewing their butts off. Got that right down yeah. here in Delaware. <laughs> Delaware, watch out, Delaware. We're coming down. <laughs> yeah. Sometime when our wives let us. <laughs> we'll take we'll take them along with us. All right. Well, I, uh, this concludes another successful beer brawl. Um, I, you know, this week's winner, I, I'm not sure. I, I think we can both agree that we had a lot of good beers this week. And the Dogfish Head and the Pliny were probably, I think if you took both of our opinions, the top one, two. Um, but once again, all great beers. Um, but thank you, uh, Mark, for uh, helping me... Uh, do this tasting and, and Corey for the sound, you know, drinking his bourbon. <laughs> what a sacrifice. Remember, I also add uh, new content several times a week on uh, simplybeer.com. So please read and leave your comments. You can also now subscribe to Simply Beer Podcast on iTunes. Follow Simply Beer on Twitter. Uh, username is Simply Beer. Or join our uh, Facebook group at uh, the username is also Simply Beer. This is Peter Kennedy, brewer and creator of Simply Beer, saying good night, and may our pint always be half full. I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, no, you the one drunk. Look at your eyes, man. But you're so high. Don't you tell my lady now. Well, I ain't here, but, but so four, five, six, eight.